Hey everybody, welcome to the B Podcast. This is your co-host James with Jake, episode ninety-six. Happy Wednesday, Jake. How you doing? Doing good. I'm alive, so can't complain. Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent agree. Happy Wednesday, guys. Second day of fall. We're out here. Summer's over. Interlude. Yeah. Shout out to Drake. Second day of fall, but next week's the- supposed to be hundred degrees for three straight days. So. Global you love to see it. Global warming's real, people. We're in a fucking scorcher, everyone. But yes, global warming is real. But yes, we're here. Episode 96. Let's get into it. Starting off with the best team in the Bay Area. The San Jose Earthquakes. Yep, so you know. Uh, it's been a struggle since the restart of the season. Uh, they've been getting clapped basically every game. It's, it's looking pretty bad. Uh, they may be making a move at general manager. They may not because they're kind of cheap. They're owned by the A's, so you know they don't give a shit about putting out a good product or keeping good players. Or actually spending money if they make good teams. Um, so they have to go through the money ball. But you can't really go through money ball in soccer because it hasn't worked for the sh- for the almost the Sharks, for the Earthquakes. Just like it has worked for the A's. Give them credit. Uh, the A's are good franchise, baseball-wise. If only they can spend money, then have a cheap owner. They might you know actually win a title or something, but that's for a different topic, different day. Um, so that's Earthquake Minute right there for you. And also, I have a new favorite soccer team. <laughs> new favorite soccer team from the English Premier League. Um, their name's kind of a mouthful. Pause. It's uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers FC. And you're probably wondering, Wolverhampton? What the f- this is a Wolverhampton? Well, I don't know either. But why do you? And also, another question for you: Why the hell do you like them so much? Well. Let's go for the, let's go through their first team roster, shall we? They have one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, they have ten players on that roster. That actually, they have eleven players on that roster that I like a lot. And James, would you want to know why they're on my? Uh, why I like those players a lot? Why do you like those players a lot, Jake? Oh, because they are from Portugal, and they're Portuguese. So you know that means titles on titles on titles on titles. That's what they do. Uh, they do not. They ha- Wolverhampton has not won a title in a long time, though, so I, that's not 100% accurate. But they did finish eighth last year in the Premier League, which for a team like Wolverhampton, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. They also made a move yesterday, signing Nelson Semedo. I think I butchered that, but I'm not a... a uh, pronunciation expert obviously right, right, right. what's, listen, in, what's yeah. english if you listen to any of these episodes you know i can't really speak so i probably butchered his name but he used to play for uh barcelona with messi and he became wow. a wolverhampton wanderers player yesterday and he added to their 11th portuguese player along with goalkeeper who's been on a ton of teams that have been really good he was the starting goalkeeper for the team that won the euro uh euro 2016 tournament uh, Ruby Patricio, who was on Sporting Lisbon, but then transferred over to Wolverhampton after their team got assaulted by some fans, and half of half the team, half the players left to join Wolverhampton. And that's how the Portuguese connection started. So that's my new favorite team. Wow, that's great, Jake. Awesome to hear. Yeah, that's your soccer minute, and we we'll out of here. That's like uh, trying to. Trying to please the crowd that loves soccer. Well, there you go. Some soccer news for you guys. Well, 
Let's get let's move on. Let's talk about the second best team in the Bay Area, the Santa Clara 49ers, the aka San Francisco 49ers, aka California 49ers, aka United States 49ers, aka Earth 49ers, aka Niners. Well, this week, week three, we have a new opponent. Obviously, because every single week there's a different opponent, but this week it's the New York Giants. And yet again, we'll be playing in MetLife Stadium, that shit stadium with that trash ass turf. Fuck those guys. Figure it out. Fix it. There was a report that I just saw that NFL officials did go check out the turf today. And they're making a determination on if the game will be played there or not. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But yes, um, they are trying to figure it out. We'll see if they do play on Sunday. They will. There. But it is already. It's already Wednesday. But yeah, I think they will. Um, We'll see how it goes. Maybe we just run run plays that go straight. So there's no need for us to cut on the grass anymore. Or on the turf, excuse me. So we just, you know, run four verts every single play uh, and just draw plays, just making sure everyone just goes straight instead of cutting on that stupid-ass turf and get our foot stuck on the ground. But, yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about the Giants. Uh, they did lose to the Bears 17-13 uh, to uh, last Sunday. Um, Daniel Jones had one interception. He had, was sacked four times. Their offensive line is not good at all, as you can see. Uh, Saquon Barkley having a hard time the first two games, not being able to run through that offensive line and stuff like that. Um, I mean, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Jones had was throwing some uh, solid uh, balls, I think, against the Steelers. He had one, a touch on the Darius Slayton and stuff like that, but it's just it's not, it's not working out over there. The offensive line needs some help. Um, and yeah, uh, they did, for those who don't know, um, Saquon Barkley did tear his ACL. He's out for a whole entire year, so um, the Giants went ahead and signed a new running back, Devontae Freeman, who was, uh, who was a free agent this season, was waiting for the perfect time, and here it is. Uh, he, we'll see if he does play on Sunday. Um, Deion Lewis did, did get the majority of, of uh, opportunities last Sunday against the Bears. He actually did score a touchdown. Um, don't forget, they also had Wayne Gallman, who played two games last year when Saquon Barkley was hurt. He played somewhat of a good role uh, running and as a, cast, a catch uh pass catching back out of the backfield stuff like that so um for someone who has three of those guys on his fantasy football roster hopefully one of them uh, figures it out for me but we'll see how that goes um defensively um on yes defensively some guys to work to watch out for on the giants defensive side uh blake martinez uh tackling machine uh, Dexter Lawrence good. Uh, plays defensive tackle, and then you have Jabril Peppers Pretty good. Uh, playing safety, uh, kick returner, punt returner. Um, he might play some wide receiver because they have no one. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. The I mean, he's a guy you'll just put him on the field and he'll do something. But yeah, that's, those are some guys to watch out for. Um, Blake Martinez is not ass. He's ass in coverage, at least. Also, Sterling Sharp or Sterling Shepard, what the fuck his yes. name is, out for the season. He's, he's on IR. Ryan IR. For the season. IR. I'm not sure if it's for I, season. I, 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 thought it's IR. I think he's IR. IR, IR, yeah. IR. Usually, I get confused because IR, IR. IR used to mean you're out for the season, but not now it could be right. three weeks and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they keep it like that. I kind of like that. Yeah. Because um, people have, like, they get put on IR, and then all of a sudden, three weeks later, they're fine, but they can't get back on the team. And I like the so. extended uh, practice squads, too. Um. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of that too, but I don't. I see them changing that more than them changing the IR. I feel like a lot of teams are gonna are happy with how the IR is. The three yeah. weeks is pretty solid. I feel like it's. I think it's all for this year, though. Well, I mean, hopefully they can change it because every after every off season, there's yeah. a, there's like, a meet, meeting with all the owners and stuff like that and the coaches, and I mean they could put that in. 
It's like for baseball. Yeah. The 15 day IL, not DL anymore. The IL. Mm-hmm. Injury list now, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it was offensive to people who were actually disabled. <laughs> yeah. And so, not, you know, because you couldn't but yeah. like, move. Right. But yeah, so that's uh, the Giants recap. Um, so I. Th- are they 0 3? Oh, they're zero and two, right? Yeah, they're zero yeah, and two. Only week, and two. Yeah, it's week three. Yeah. Sorry, this is week three. Jesus, what's what's numbers? But yeah, they're zero and two. Uh, the Niners, uh, going back to them, we're one on one. We beat the Jets last week, uh, convincing fashion, even with all those injuries. Jesus Christ, um, that should be another easy matchup for us. Uh, obviously, without Saquon Barkley, our defense, who at time has trouble uh, with the run game, should have a much better game against the run, and they did last week as well. Uh, passing wise. Um, just gonna be able to cover. Uh, they have Golden Tate on their team. They have Sterling, they have Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram over in the middle um, as a tight end. Um, Kaden Smith and obviously too. just the the Kaden Smith, former 49er, who was a fifth round pick. Actually, after, pretty good. After their, he's actually pretty good. I think he caught he, he caught a touchdown uh, week one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's um, pretty good. But yeah, so that's that's them. Um, obviously, as everyone heard, that um, Nick Bosa and Alman Thomas out for the rest of the year. Uh, both tore their ACL. Um, will Solomon Thomas be back in the 49ers? Be declined as fifth year option. What are your, do you think we resent him to like a, a short Probably deal? Probably a one year deal. Like nothing? Yeah. One year yeah. deal with like like 2.5 like million. It's, it's, it's a guy uh, who will bring back depth. I mean, like, it happened with Ronald Blair. He tore his ACL as well. Um, he's back. He resigned a one year deal. I mean, who wouldn't want to be part of this organization? I mean, Solomon Thomas being a former. Uh, Number three overall pick. I mean, but with like not really doing anything, I feel like he found the system here in SF. Just might as well just you know stay here. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, the 49ers finally signed Ziggy Ansah after uh, third time's a charm. Uh, the first two meetings, they just couldn't figure out a contract situation. Um, now that we just really needed him, uh, we had to pay him, and here he is. Um, not only that, uh, Deion Jordan from the practice squad has been activated to the 53-man roster, so we'll also see him uh, come Sunday. Uh, some other stuff on the defensive line. DJ Jones had an ankle injury on Sunday, but he was a full participant in, today practi- in today's practice, so it's good to see. Um, well, we're going to see a lot of Contavious Street, Chris Givens, uh, DJ Jones, Arik Armstead playing on the outside. We're going to be seeing a lot of stuff different stuff on defensive line we'll see how it goes um it is what it is i mean we gotta we we gotta figure it out and hopefully we do and we'll see how it goes come sunday uh obviously with their all we should get i'm aim. i hopefully four to five sacks this game what are your thoughts jake yeah before i answer we have some breaking news from the soccer world um, Barcelona has confirmed that Luis Suarez has left the club and has joined Atlet- Atlet- Atletico Madrid. Big wow. news. Back to your make question. Sure he bite, make sure he doesn't bite anyone's ear, though. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I posted. Absolutely. Back to that. I posted a meme when it happened like 10 years ago of him like seeing a guy's head and it. I have a, like one picture of the guy's head. Pause. Next picture, like a piece of steak and but like baked potato, and like him biting it. So I had that when I was like 14, 10 years ago. That flies by. Back to your question now. Um, I expect they only had one sack last week, so I expect three, three, three. Sure. Yeah, sounds about right. 
Yeah, four to three. I mean, I'll take it, man. I mean, it's get to the quarterback. He's gonna be able to tackle better uh, in the pocket. But yeah, um, hopefully coverage wise uh, is better. Obviously, because um, Jason Verrett is also coming back. He was a full participant in practice today. Um, hopefully, we see him Sunday. I think I'm expecting him to see on Sunday. Obviously, um, I think Emmanuel Wosley will play the whole entire game. I think he'll be more in for Akilah Witherspoon. Um, maybe they switch out the series. I don't know, but I, I want to be able to see what Jason Verrett. Um, can do obviously he got hurt last year getting burned yeah it wasn't good last year game wasn't a good uh, um but um people obviously rave about him being you know a really good coverage corner um just to just to injuries i mean what would really suck is if he got hurt this game he was one of the best corners in the nfl for like a two-year period but then he got injured yes and then he just, you know, the injuries just couldn't get away from the injury bug and the 49ers can as well so um we'll see how that uh goes um staying on the defensive side uh d ford uh has been ruled out of the game due to back injury um uh, from what was used to be a neck injury with neck spasms it is now a back injury and he's now out for so why, time. what what i am going to ask is what is going on with d ford yeah that that uh trade's not looking too good huh i i don't understand what the hell's going on yeah um, i'm not a doctor so i'm not sure if it's like something that Started in the neck, but went down to the back. Again, I'm not a doctor, right. so I don't know why it's happening. But it is kind of um, it's not it's not good. Yeah, it's not looking good. Obviously, um, the hamstring last year, the hamstring again this this off season, uh, plays game one, doesn't really do anything. Game two doesn't play. Game three, he's out. Um, so it's. It's not looking good. Um, I fully expect him to not be on the 49ers next year. Um, I think we move on. I, I don't, though. I disagree with that else. statement. And here's I why. I think it's time just to – I think it's just time for him to see you later, dude. Here's why. They get rid of him, the dead cap hits like $14 million. So unless they, rest- unless they restructure it, I think he's going to be back next year. Unless he retires, which – Retirement? Could that be on the table for him? Because it's been, you know, it's been his, what was it last year? Was it his groin hamstring? It was his hamstring last year. He, he was injured with his back in Kansas City. Hamstring this year. Neck, back, whatever the hell he has now this year. Um, so unless he retires, he's going to be back with the Niners next year. Just because their cap hit is too much to get rid of. Then they could, re- they could restructure it, but... Will that be likely? I don't know. Because they can't just cut them out, right? Because they'll lose $14 million off their cap next year. Which is massive, yikes. But um, Especially if the cap's going to be yeah, 175 next year. It's going to be like $40 million lower yeah, than this year. It's uh, lower than what it is from this year. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I just, I just don't know. I mean, fuck, man. I mean... It's just yikes. It's just big yikes. Especially with the already depleted D-line. I mean... He's a guy we were supposed to be counting on, but now he's just not because he just hurt all the time. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, if he figures it out, I mean, if we see him, maybe we put him on the IR or hopefully it just gets better, which I really do hope he gets better. I mean, who doesn't want, you know, D4 to get better? I mean, but, like, just come on, please get healthy. Yeah. But lastly, on the defensive side, um, Jake wants to talk about someone in particular, someone he wants the Niners to sign. And Jake, that is? Cam... 
Cameron Wake, as my dog is crying. Hey. Let her in. Lucy. Come here, Lucy. Yeah, come here. She's walking in. She's looking around. She's next to me. She's still standing up, looking up now. Sit. Lucy, Sit. You hear me? Sit. I right, just stand Speak. there. Oh, she said fuck you. Anyways, uh, Cam, <laughs> the guy I want on the sign is Cameron Wake. Cameron Wake. Okay, I said. are you going to talk about him or what? Are they going to ask me a question? What's yeah. the question? I want I want him on the Niners because I because th- he's a future Hall of Famer, um, probably the best CFL to NFL player in NFL history. Um, you could say Warren Moon, but I didn't watch Warren Moon, so I can't really say that. I did watch Cameron Wake though when he was on the Dolphins for an eternity. And if he was not on the Dolphins, he was on the Patriots or like the 49ers even. He would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But since he played for the Dolphins, no one really knew about him. But you see his career, over 100 sacks since he turned 27, I think. So, like Jake was saying, he was in the CFL up until he was 27, which is when 2009. So that's, I mean, obviously people, when they get drafted, they're about 22 years old, 21 years old. So he missed about six years in the NFL. He played until he was 37. He has 100 career sacks. He had two and a half last year. Um, the last, the most he's had in the season. Like 15? 15 and a half, I think. Yeah. He's a five-time Pro 15, Bowler. 15. He's had 15. In, in, and that was in 2012. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, the, in 2017, most recently he had 10 and a half. He had, and then six in 2018, two and a half in 2019. But uh, he only played, I think he didn't play the entire season. I think they signed him late. Well, that was yeah. the Tennessee Titans. Um, we send them late, I think. But um, first team All Pro, five time All uh, Pro Bowler, um, three time second team, hundred sack club. That's pretty big. Hundred sack club. That's really good. Um, he also um, played Hall of Famer. Yeah, he played two years in the CFL. He was named to the All Decade team for two years, and he had thirty nine sacks. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's um. Imagine, imagine. I think. I think I he's mean, a Hall of Famer. A whole, de- a whole other decade with Miami Dolphins, with the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, that's the issue, though. If it wasn't with the Dolphins, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I still think he's a Hall of Famer, but if he's on a bigger market team, better team, people, a team that people actually cared about, as I, as I said, the pa- if, he, if he's on the Patriots, he would be talked about as one of the greatest pass rushers ever. But since he was on the Dolphins, no one really talks about him as probably one of the best defensive players in the NFL over a decade period of time. Probably one of the most underrated defensive players. Yeah. I would say. Most, one of the most underrated players in the NFL. I mean, like you said, 100 sacks. Obviously, there's other people who play in that decade um, just alone who are just way better. I mean, sorry to say, like you know, J.J. Watt, stuff like that. So yeah. He ran a hey. four five five forty. I mean, he's he's big. He's older than – he's you know, you know how old he is? He's older than Frank Gore. He's 37 years old. He played last year, though. Jeez. The, the, the Titans I mean, last year signed to a three-year deal. Then they released him after one. Maybe it wasn't guaranteed. Well, I mean, no, he's 38 now. Holy shit. Yeah, he's old as shit. Wow. <laughs> he's 6'3". So, it's so amazing. He played two years in the CFL, made the all-decade team. 
You know how good you have to be to play two years in the league and make the all-decade team? That'll be like Lamar Jackson just retiring right now and the mean name to the NFL all-decade team. Yeah, but I want Cam Wake. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's nothing wrong with adding depth. Uh, obviously, we, I think we did sign another defensive lineman to the practice squad. I forget who it was. But yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, um, we should expect a pretty big game coming at, from our defense uh, this Sunday. Obviously, with other injuries to the offensive side, um, I'll start with um, Raheem Mostert, who's going to not going to be playing, and also Tevin Coleman. Uh, I didn't see any Raheem Mostert on the IR. I have seen Tevin Coleman going on IR. I don't think it's official, but we'll probably not see him for the next three weeks. Uh, yeah, at least. Thankfully. Yeah, with, <laughs> with Mostert, it's yeah, yeah. Thankfully, with Mostert, it's just like a. I think it's a mild MCL sprain, so he's going to be out. Yeah, I think it's mild MCL sprain. Yeah, so I think. He might miss next week, too. Probably the same time as – I think he'll – I don't think anyone will come back no. until we play the Dolphins. Obviously, we, I guess yeah. we have the Giants this week. We have uh, the Eagles at home next week. Who are bad. And then we have the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, yeah, who are the Eagles who are also bad? But um, Carson Wentz is not good. No. Yeah, he's just not good. But we'll worry about him in next week or in, in, in due time. But yes, um, well, with those two starting running backs out, it's time for Jet to shine. Jerick McKinnon. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we, see, we saw last week on a small sample size. He had three carries for 77 yards. He he converted a, a third and 31. He scored a touchdown. Um, I think he will do great. Um, it's just a matter if hopefully he doesn't get hurt during the game, um, which I does not happen. Also, we also called up uh, – another guy we'll probably call up was Jermichael Hasty, another running back, undrafted free agent, a uh, guy that Kyle Shanahan likes. Uh, we'll probably see him this coming Sunday as well. And also uh, a podcast favorite, the GOAT. Jeff Wilson Jr. Yep. 12 uh, we'll carries, 12 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, this Sunday as well. Um, yes, three carries, three touchdowns, three yards. GG's. See you later, New York Giants. Thank you, Jeff Wilson Jr. Yep. Um, Kittle is questionable to play. I don't think he plays, and if he does, I might go jump off a bridge because if he gets hurt this game... If he gets <sighs> hurt this game, Shanahan deserves to be fired on the spot during the game. Fucking kill myself. Um, but yeah, I mean Jordan Reed obviously looked great. Uh last week caught two touchdowns. Um that was with Jimmy G. So obviously we're gonna be relying heavily in the run game. I, I, I think a lot is gonna happen on the run game this week. Obviously Nick Mullins is very capable, but we'll talk about him in just a little second, real quick. But um the wide receivers, I think they've only had five catches in two games. Really? Wide receivers who line up on the outside, so not the slots oh. or anything like that. So, um, Kendrick Bourne, and that's it, really? It might, it might just be Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> yeah, I think it might just – I think it really is just Kendrick Bourne. Right, you, I mean, maybe. who has a repertoire with Nick Mullen? So, it's great that they're going to be playing together. Obviously, I mean, with Jimmy G last year, uh, he had five touchdowns with Jimmy G, but – um. He can't do it himself, right? They and, had Emmanuel Sanders last year. Yeah. They had Debo Samuels. Uh, so, I mean, once those guys come back, maybe we'll open it up for KB a lot more. We'll see how that goes. But like we said, uh, Jimmy G, um, high angle sprain, 
mild, mild though, in in this regard, nothing like a four to six week kind of injury. They're saying he he could start this week, but keeping it cautious, he's not going to. I don't think. So, with the backup, also, he has Nick Mullins does have uh, what what's what's the word you said? Um, does have repertoire with someone? I don't think that's the word, but I think it might be. Okay. Yeah. What's the word? He has chemistry. It's yeah, the same chemistry. Word. Another guy he has chemistry with is George Kittle. And if we look at George Kittle's 2018 game logs, which was the season Nick Mullins played, he played the game from the Oakland game to the end of the season. Um, George Kittle had 4, 13, 19, 25, 32, 35, 42, 51 catches in in eight games, and over, and I think almost over 700 yards in eight games. I'm pretty sure it was with Nick Mullins against the Denver Broncos. Yep, five for 220, or seven for 210. Yeah, he had all that in the first half, and then I remember uh, they just didn't go to him in the second half, and that's why we lost the game. LOL. But yeah, I mean, like Jake said, they have a good chemistry together. I mean, they played a whole eight games together. That's half a season. Um, so incredible. once, I mean, I mean, if Jimmy isn't ready to go by the next two weeks, and if it's Nick Mullins, it's Nick Mullins' season. And I mean, we've seen him destroy the Raiders. Big Dick Nick. He's also he also beat the Seahawks. Seahawks yeah. killer. Um, but yeah, uh, we do have a little snippet. For those who don't believe in Nick Mullins, we have something to show you, or for you to hear. Jake, why don't you take it away from right here? Mullins, Thursday night football calling. Your debut is coming up. Who the hell is Nick Mullins? Who the hell is Nicky Mullins? I don't even think Nick Mullins knows who Nick Mullins is. You know, I pride myself on knowing all the players in the NFL. I've got nothing. Oh, Nicky Mullins. Here is one wide open for the touchdown, Garçon. Derek Carr couldn't lose the game tonight if he tried. Mullins over the middle for the touchdown. Play action. Wide open. Kittle. Touchdown. I don't think the Raiders could lose this game tonight if they tried. Excellent job. And the reaction that he gets from paging Nick Mullins. The Niners went on to win that game 34-3. That was a great fucking game. That, that, <laughs> oh that was, I had so much fun watching that game. Even though it kind that of was, fucked that was the... so much fun watching that yeah. game. Obviously, that was the year both Jimmy and uh, McKinnon. Jerick McKinnon both, t- both t- tore their ACL. Um, we were a big running back by committee. That was another game where Raheem Mostert had a fucking 80-yard touchdown, but he also broke his forearm that year. So that was the one game he went off. Um, we got a little taste of him that week. That that uh that year pause, but now he starts running back. who's also hurt, but you know, well, ho- hopefully he comes back. Like we said, a mild MCL MCL sprain. But yeah, big dick Nick, he's out here. He'll be the starter on Sunday. From from what we hear, from what we hear, and I think he'll he'll have a solid like, solid game. Um, obviously, solid game manager. Um, he'll have a whole week to prep. Pound the fucking rock, pound the rock into the fucking Giants defense. We went to the Eagles, but yeah. Um, pound them to the get well, score. That's that's it. That's, that's that's all I have for the 49ers talk. Jake, you anything? Um, 
If they lose, would you be shocked? If they lost, yes, I'd be shocked too because the Giants are dog shit. Hmm. Okay, that's all I have. And now, it's time for... Week three NFL picks. Our results from week two. Here's actually here's the here's our records from throughout week two, I mean. Or, yeah. James, ten and four. Me, eight and six. I got two or one or one loss because I picked the same game as the Monday night game, which apparently is a no no. I know that for now though. But moving on now to week three's games. James, lock of the week time. What is your lock of the week? I will be taking the Steelers, who are three-and-a-half-point favorites, over the Houston Texans. Mm, good pick. Here's my lock. Colts will defeat the Jets. Upset pick. James, what is your upset pick? In this week's upset pick, I will be taking the Rams over the Buffalo Bills. Mm, bold take. Here's my upset. Bengals will defeat the Philadelphia Eagle, Eagles, and Eagles will drop to 0-3. Joe Burrow's for real. Joe Burrow is for real. Now, we all know what this pick's going to be. Niners versus Giants. We both picked the Niners. Niners! Moving on. Raiders versus the Patriots. Patriots minus 6.5 point favorites. At home, I believe. James, who did you pick and why? Gosh. You are muted. No idea what you said, but he picked the Patriots in our Google Doc. Now... I wonder why it's... Because the music is so loud. The music's not that loud this time. Don't, don't, I, I, I tested it beforehand. Music is not loud. It's loud. Our producer is trash right now. Well, there we go. That should be better, even though it was better before. Moving on now. Actually, no. Same game. I'm taking the Pats. Raiders are a fraud 2-0 team. As the music stopped, because there's an ad in the music now, apparently, and then never that before, so I'm skipping the ad. Back to the music, though. Okay, the song ended. There we go. I have the Pats. Raiders are a fraud 2-0 team. They are not good. They're not... Well, they're, they're all right. Not as, good as they, not as good as people think they are. They played against the Panthers, almost lost. Played, against, out, played without Michael Thomas and noodle-armed Drew Brees. And played pretty well, so they're all right. Moving on, Thursday night in this barn burner of a game, I can't wait to watch. I'm dropping everything I have this day to watch this football game: Dolphins versus the Jaguars, minus three. And we also gonna have over under in this game, which is the over is 47 and a half. James, what's your pick? I'm taking the Jags. And over under. I'm also taking the over. There we go. I'm taking the Jags, and I'll be taking over as well, because Gardner Minshew is Patrick Mahomes if he was homeless and about a house. That's redundant, but same thing. If he's what? homeless and did not have any food to eat. Moving on, Sunday night. Saints versus the Packers. Noodle-armed Drew Brees, as we just mentioned a couple of seconds ago, will take on the upstart Aaron Rodgers Packers, who are averaging 44.5 points per game. James, what's your pick? I'm taking the cheese. Go Pack. Mm. Speaking of cheese, what's your favorite cheese? Swiss cheese. Hmm. 
Interesting. I'm a pepper jack guy. Moving on. Actually, I need to make my pick. I'm taking the cheese heads as well. Packers will win this game because middle arm Drew Brees is a bitch. Moving on. Monday Night Football. Best game of the week by far. The Super Bowl champion Chiefs are taking on Lamar Jackson in his high-powered offense. Pretty good for a running back for being a quarterback, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Chiefs. Mm, good pick. I'll be taking the opposite. And that will be the Baltimore Ravens. That's my pick. We shall see who has the best record this week. Been a little bit of a struggle. Some of my locks haven't worked. Sometimes I pick the wrong game. That's our, that's our music, and that's the picks of the week. As we'll move on now to some NBA talk. James, the Lakers, Absolutely. the Lakers are leading the Nuggets in their series two to one. Should it be Nuggets two one? Question mark. Question mark. Dot dot dot. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Dot 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 dot. Gosh, golly! I mean, they did blow out the Lakers last game in the game. Almost three. blew it. <laughs> um, almost fucking blew it. <laughs> almost Dear blew God, it. Almost fucking blew it. Sheesh. Uh, um, but they didn't. Thank God, they won by like. They won by more than 10 points, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, yeah, they won, obviously, uh, game two with the AD game winner at the end. Uh, they were already up uh, 103 to 102 that game. I'm I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure that was the score. Yeah. AD just goes ahead and just pulls up and just fucking sinks a shot. Uh, Mason Plumlee's a fucking dumb, dumb fuck. Um, but, yeah, I mean, is it realistically that they could be up 2-1? Absolutely. I, I think they could be up 2-1. But um, they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they should be up 2-1. Um, but the Lakers, here's, here's my prediction. The Lakers win tonight, or the Lakers win whenever they play next. Lakers will lose the series. Really? Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Because the Nuggets Imagine are down 3-1. And we, we already seen what happens when the Nuggets are down 3-1. They win the series. Um, Imagine so yeah. that. Now moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Miami leads that series 2-1. to one. Game tonight. Celtics are the favorites. And I think they're the away team? Or home team doesn't really matter. There's no home court advantage. Doesn't it doesn't matter. really matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter really fucking matter to be honest. No, no, it doesn't actually. Um, but the Celtics are the favorites. Miami lost game three. I think it was. I don't think it was that close. I don't remember though. It's been so long since the game was played. Um, yeah. I'm taking Miami to win this game, um, and this series. To be honest, um, James, what is your prediction? Yeah, I, I'm. I take Miami tonight. Um, but I think this. The series will go at least till game six for sure. Um, the, the Celtics are having problems, I guess, but this should, they should be fine. I mean, Jason Tatum's a good player. I don't think it's his time yet. But um, Jim, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, and Tyler here and then Duncan Robinson just – they can send it. I think it's, I think it's their time to, to send it. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so that's NBA talk. Hopefully there's a good finals. Um, so Absolutely. Now, now we're moving on to some baseball. The season's coming to an end. Uh, Giants, baseball! Yep, so we're talking about some Giants here. Giants have six games remaining, ca- counting tonight's game. Um, they're currently the eighth seed in the playoffs. But they're currently the eighth, not the ninth, wait. They're, cl- they're currently the ninth seed, but they're tied for the eighth seed to make the playoffs. Only eight teams make it. Um... So twenty-seven to twenty-seven, 
They've gone, I think, six and four over the last ten games, I think, which is, you know, you take that. Um, so, yeah, they're doing that. Uh, they played against the Rockies. The Philadelphia Phillies, who were the seven seed a couple days ago, have lost three straight, and they are 29 and 27. I mean, 27 and 29. So they're kind of on the outside looking in. However, the Marlins are losing some games too. They're playing better competition, and they're not playing that well. Um, so they they could be in danger of losing that playoff spot. Phillies are up six one right now, um, and the Marlins are down three to two in the third inning. That's a big game right there. Um, it'll be a, if the Phillies win and the Marlins lose, Phillies will be a half game behind the Marlins for the playoff spot. I mean for the second spot in the East. So top two teams in each division make the playoffs. Um, so we'll see what will happen there. Um, so the Giants just have to keep winning. The Giants have six games left. They have if they go four and two, they're going to be in the playoffs because the Reds are playing the Brewers. The Brewers are the eighth seed. Um, they're ahead of the Giants. Brewers are losing that game three to one. You want the if you're a Giants fan, you want the Reds to win so they can basically punch their ticket, leaving you know basically two teams for the final spot. So that'd be good for that. Um, no, the starting pitcher tonight for the Giants is Caleb Berger. He'll be going as the opener. We're not sure who's going to be following him after that. However, they did have to put on put um, Luis Alexander Basabe on the 10-day DL, on the 10-day IL, basically ending his season. Uh, he was a good little player, good defensive player, speedy, good at bats. Didn't really hit for average, but he got on base a lot for walks. So he's out for the season. They called up um, Stephen Duggar, also Chadwick Tromp. Their catcher is on the DL too, on the IL too. He's out for the season. They caught up um, Tyler Heineman to take his spot. Joey Bart is batting. He's gonna be playing tonight. But before that, Drew Smiley and Kevin Gosman, they're beasts. They're insane. They throw. They're really good. They got him on one-year deals. They're gonna resign him this offseason, so he'll be back on the Giants next year. Gosman throws 98. Smiley throws 96. Smiley's a lefty. Gosman's a righty. And they strike out a ton of batters and don't give up a lot of hits or runs. So that's pretty good. Joey Bart is struggling at the plate to start his career, which I thought would, which I thought would have happened because they, I think they called him up too early. But you know, fans on social media know more than anyone else do. Um, but he did have two doubles last night, so hopefully he breaks out of that slump and becomes the player we think he will be, which he's has the potential to be really good, and he's been playing better recently. Um, so as I said, need to go three three and the worst four and, four and two is the best. Three and three is the least they can do. They go two and four, they're not going to make it. Three and three have a shot. Four and two, they'll be they'll, four and two, they'll make it. Um, as I said, Reds and the Brewers are the seventh and eighth seed, uh, so they play each other. And you're rooting for the Reds to win, as I said, if you want to have a team get knocked out a little bit, because the Brewers do play the Cardinals to end the season. That's another big series. The Cardinals are the second seed in the division, in the NL Central, so they're in the playoff spot right now. But you want the for that you want the Cardinals to win so they can sweep the Brewers so you have a better shot at making the playoffs then. Then you just have to fight off basically your your own selves. You should control your own destiny for the Giants. And them make them be in this in this spot in this season when before the season people thought they would not win you know fifteen games in the year. Um to be twenty seven twenty seven of a shot at the postseason when you're rebuilding. Um it's a it's a dub season no matter what happens. So proud of them. Uh they've been playing really well. Um, so yeah, Gabe Kapler's been working. People thought people love blaming game. People love blaming Gabe Kapler when it goes wrong, but when it goes good, you don't hear any peeps out of those people who blame him for everything. So Kapler's done a good job. Their bad kids are going to good done a good job. Uh, Farhan Zaidi's a star. He's a great general manager. 
or president of baseball operations. Their other general manager, Scott Harris, is really good too. So the Giants are on the uptake. But now, moving on to the other team in the Bay, the Oakland A's and James. Talk about them for a little bit. Absolutely. I got four bullet points here. I'm going to read them word for word. The A's comes to AL West. They clinch the playoff spot. Their record right now is currently 33-21 and 21 in the Dodgers. They play the Dodgers for two more games and the Mariners for four more games. Mm-hmm. And now, Mariners. moving on to hockey. Mariners are pretty good. Hockey now. Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, there is some Sharks news. Um, as my Google Docs is glitching and I can't go down the page to see what the hell I'm talking about. But it is game three tonight. Uh, Lightning versus these Dallas Stars. Series is tied one to one. Steven Stamkos for Tampa is coming back. He'll be making his Stanley Cup debut. Uh, Stanley Cup debut this season. He played in the Stanley Cup once before. But he'll be back here. Uh, so I'm, I'm rooting for Dallas for Joe Pavelski. But Tampa has Barclay Goodrow, former Shark as well. Who, if you remember, scored the game-winning goal last year against the Golden Knights. Uh, the win game seven and come back from three to one and put them into the conference semifinals. Um, as we know, Sharks made the conference Sharks made the conference finals last year, but lost in six games to the Blues. Uh, they fired their coach Pete DeBoer earlier in the season, which we talked about a little bit. Um, however, they did hire their new head coach. He was the interim coach last season, Bob Bugner. He is now the new coach, and they hope that you know. Do what they did a couple years ago when they missed the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. Took a had a bad year one year, kind of a rebuilding restock year. And the next year they made the Stanley Cup Finals. So hopefully that can happen for the Sharks next year whenever that season starts. And that's hockey. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out hockey. Shout out baseball. Shout out soccer. But yeah, let's talk about uh, something else now. And that is what happened to Tyler Taylor. Dear fucking Lord. So for those who don't know, Tyler Taylor was a starting quarterback for the Jesus for the LA Chargers. Excuse my language. Um, who was supposedly supposed to play this past Sunday, but he didn't. Uh, Justin Herbert got the start, played well, but they lost. Um, but uh, later reports came out saying that Tyler Taylor was having chest pains uh, prior to the game. Let me just go back from it prior to the game. Um, so, before the game, um, you know, it's a great idea to put painkillers in before the game starts. It's fucking great. Um, but the doctor punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung instead. Um, that's what made Tyrod Taylor miss the game. Uh, he is now out indefinitely for a, a greater time period now. And he might be owning the Chargers in a couple weeks, too. Yes, he might be owning the Chargers. Um, we were talking about this morning in one of our group chats. Tyler Taylor is about to sue the hell. Why would he not? Yeah, he sue should. Hell. Either, not, I don't think the Chargers, but in that doctor in particular. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but there was like a... I think about how this doctor's like something. There's like something going on with him. Like he's like had four DUIs or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if any of that is true, but this guy's a shit doctor. That's for sure. Uh, he's probably if, the, if reports are true, he's probably drunk game day and was like, "Oh, dude, here, let me let, yeah, me, let me inject you real quick. Inject him in the fucking lung." Um, Jesus, man, fucking wildin. So, um, if you're a doctor, congratulations, you're a doctor. That's great. But if you're a shit doctor. Fuck you. Hmm. Yeah. Couldn't say it better myself. 
So hopefully Tyrod owns the charge in a couple weeks. And we'll see what happens there. But yeah, it's all to add. Uh, anything else? No, absolutely nothing else. I'll end it for us right here. Uh, thank you for listening to the Bay Podcast episode 96. It's your host, James, with Jake. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at the BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on the SoundCloud app. Also, follow us on the podcast app. Also, like us on Facebook. And most importantly, follow us on Spotify. Yep, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, do about 50 times so you can get in the system. Well, it's Chicken Liver being in the industry for over 32 months now, I believe, to get a top 100 podcast worldwide. We would take top, top 200 podcast sports and recreation. But as you know, and we know, we shoot for the stars here the BA podcast. So get us in the top 200, give you a high five to that for today's episode. James? Wear your mask. Bye. Bye. <laughs>